Joining me on the pod this edition, Jim. Hello. Welcome. A debut. Yeah, f- first time with John, but not first time on Burn FM. No, no. You you've been around the studio. You know you know your way around. Yeah. Know um, your way around a microphone. Popul- potentially the most popular guest mm. on Burn. Never had my own show, but you know I yeah. keep getting invited on. Self-professed most popular person. I hope ever. <laughs> well, you hopefully. I've brought some facts and some opinions for this week's show. Uh, I've definitely got a few opinions. You'd love to see it. And we are kicking it off with the Philadelphia 76ers, um, who are legitimately a title challenger this year. Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. Especially with the uh, the Eastern Conference looking maybe a little bit weaker than last year. Uh, I think the Sixers have got a good chance to make it to the finals. Yeah, I definitely do. Because obviously the big speed bump... Um, from last season in the Raptors is gone um, but you still do have the likes of Boston and Bucks um, maybe even the Nets um, hanging around but um, just on this roster that we've got up here yeah I mean the names that jump out of you um, is it first Embiid or first Simmons for you uh, for me it's first Embiid yeah I'm yet to be fully convinced by Simmons uh, I agree he's a good player mm. but Embiid is like I think he's that class above yeah Embiid sort of has no weakness to his game does he really Yeah. apart from maybe being fit yeah Cause... well there have been some issues with fitness and mm. definitely last season there were questions of whether he declined because he couldn't quite handle the load yeah yeah and, and he has had that sort of every year of his career so far um age 25 now um i mean simmons though he's hit a three-pointer in, yeah in, i know in preseason i saw reddit went crazy did it yeah yeah they, they uh, loved it. lots of people in in the basketball sphere loving that mvp simmons chance absolutely <laughs> going wild when he hits those threes um and to be fair if he does have any sort of shot this year that will yeah. actually improve the well, 76 is quite a lot yeah and the same time just yeah what is he six foot nine as a point guard? Yeah, it's just quite quite a valuable asset. Yeah, they say, don't they, that in the regular season he's he's a monster because sort of teams can't have like a long don't have a long time to plan for him. Yeah. But then when you get into like a seven game series in the playoffs, suddenly his weaknesses are like exposed, aren't they, defensively? Yeah, yeah. So that is. That is still an issue for this team unless he can develop um, an outside shot. In terms of additions, picked up uh, Josh Richardson with, of course, Jimmy Butler went the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, kept Tobias Harris and then brought in Al Horford as well. From from the Boston Celtics. From, the Bo- from your Boston Celtics. Yeah, my Boston Celtics. Yeah. That was a, a sad state of well, affairs. Tell us about Horford then. Are you a fan? Uh, I think he's a, he's a team guy. I think he's like, he's never going to be the best player on the court, but he's a definitely holds everything together especially defensively we saw last year when the uh the celtics played the Sixers, especially caused him beat some problems yeah so you know i remember reading yeah he he was like one of the only ones in the east to cause him beat problems yeah so they just signed him so you know to, to like one that. way to eliminate eliminate that problem is get him on the same team yeah which you love to see it is a bit interesting to 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 sort of work out how that will how, how that will work because they could end up with just a massive lineup it's yeah. like Ben Simmons is maybe one of your smallest players. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of big boys in there. Yeah, because Tobias Harris, he's pretty pretty big as well, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah. No, they, they are stacked in terms of their starting five. Um, 
just with their depth, I'm not too sure. I don't love their surrounding pieces. You know, James yeah. Ennis third. Um, Corkmaz started um, last night. Um, yeah. We're recording this on a Saturday and they played the Wizards last night. And they lost. And they lost. Two people who some might say will be the worst team in the league. Yeah, I mean, Luke Luke did say that on a recent edition of this podcast. Indeed. So, um, And that was with uh, Brad Beal, their best player, on limited minutes too. Yeah, and didn't they start quite a few? They started like Embiid, Horford. Uh, yeah, they started a pretty good team. There was no, no Simmons. No Simmons. Which may be a tell of how, how uh, yeah. crucial Simmons is. There but you go. Based off one, one preseason one game. One preseason game. Simmons is the guy. Simmons is the guy. Um, no, yeah. Like I said to you off air, I feel like I'm getting a little bit carried away with preseason just in terms yeah, of sort of the Lake, Lakers results and stuff, especially. But um, no, they're going to be a, a top team. Um, do you have them as a sort of top three seed? Top seed? No, definitely not top seed. Not top I seed. Think. I think... Uh, I think the Bucks may still have the edge just yeah. in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, but they're definitely up there. I'd yeah. say like roster strength and with that a sort of like playoff started lineup of Richardson, Embiid, Horford, Harris, and Simmons. Yeah, I think they could be they could be pretty dangerous in a playoff series. That is a, a pretty nuts starting five. It's pretty isn't it, really? pretty scary. Yeah, definitely. Um, will they finish above your your Celtics? Uh, of interest? I'm not sure. Maybe. I think the Celtics, I think the Celtics actually have we have quite good depth or yeah. decent depth, but maybe not the biggest uh, biggest star power in a single lineup. Definitely, definitely so. less than Philly, but yeah, no. Um, so I should have saved Boston to chat with you about because you know that would have been good. Well, but they've already gone. They've already gone. But I am looking forward to Boston for, for what it's worth. Looking forward to Boston this season. I, thought, I think Kemba's, I think we're going to be pretty good. Kemba's going to be spicy. Yeah. I think He's spicy player. Right, we're going to move on to our second team of this pod. OKC, the OKC Thunder, probably the team who underwent sort of the biggest yeah, metamorphosis. They lost quite a lot of their their good players. As in their two. Their two <laughs> only. very best players. Yeah. Um, like Russell Westbrook after, what, 11 seasons with the Thunder. He's yeah. gone. Um, Paul George after only two, but he did, he did re-sign only last season. For, you know, um, a long contract. They've they've blown it up. They've just gone. They've blown it up completely. Absolutely. Um, and where are they left? Well, they're left with a load of draft picks from those trades. So, future Thunder could be a yeah. Future could be bright, but exactly. In the meantime, there's a lot of new faces on the scene. Yeah, and yeah, a lot less quality, you would say. I mean, I am pretty excited about Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who they picked up um, yeah. from the Clippers when... Had a, a pretty good season with the with the Clippers last year. He did. Uh, he's a very tall point guard. Nice-looking player, you know, aesthetically pleasing. So, yeah, he <laughs> could be good. Uh, and, of course, Chris Paul was the other guy from the Rockets. Yeah, um, from his uh, last season with the Rockets and the season before, his show's still got plenty to offer. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he is still he's still a really good player, and I think he'll remind people of that this season. Um, and the Thunder won't be completely irrelevant, sort of because of him and and a few other pieces. I mean, Stephen Adams is is like an above average center. I would I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I think they've they've picked up a bit of quality in Gallinari as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty big piece for the Clippers last year, I reckon. Yeah, he he he. 
he was a potential all star, wasn't he? Really, which is very yeah. impressive in the West, when where it's obviously it's very competitive, super competitive. So actually, their starting five uh, isn't looking too bad. If you've got you know Paul Gilgis Alexander, Gallinari, um, Stephen Adams, I guess, and then uh, maybe a uh, Diallo who was quite good last season, or um, yeah, someone like that, Terence Ferguson. Yeah. So it's not a bad starting lineup. I mean. I don't think you've got a lot of um, shooting in there, which has always been a problem for Thunder teams, even when Westbrook was there. Definitely. Um, but I'm not expecting huge things from no. them. No, I think uh, they might find it quite tough in what is potentially one of the strongest years in the Western Conference for a long time. Mm. I think they might find it quite tough to uh, to make that playoff spot. Yeah, definitely. Are you going to find it weird seeing Russ not wearing a, an OKC uniform? It's going to be strange. It's that sort of that OKC young core. Yeah, Russ is is Russ the last one to go? Yeah, he I was. think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. When the, obviously they picked up those back to back incredible drafts of you know Durant, Harden, Westbrook. Yeah, and they're throwing Ibaka, Ibaka as well. As well. Um, yeah, he he is. It's going to be weird. Like he has been their identity for like you know nearly nearly the whole time he's been there. So it's going to be very weird seeing him suit up. Um, for another team. Um, and just on Chris Paul as well, do you expect to see him there by the end of the season? I'm not sure because there were there were murmurings that he might be headed for Florida in mm. Miami. Yeah. But I think maybe when the season starts, he might might stay put for until the next... Uh, yeah. It's interesting. He's got a pretty monstrous season. contract. Yeah. There's a lot of money I'm seeing on the screen right there. Yeah, I mean, ESPN have it listed at around $38 million a year. Um, and I think that's still got two years left to run. So yeah. he's kind of a contract that no one wants. Definitely. But if OKC could find a way to dump him... Um, I think I think they would, especially for for like a pre-playoffs as a playoff trade. I yeah. think OKC could pick up a few more uh, few more draft picks. Yeah, or definitely. Something useful for the future where yeah. for a team that maybe need a a point guard yeah. for their playoff run. I think what is potentially going to be the most exciting part of OKC's season is the postseason when the draft takes place. Because Absolutely. they have so many draft they, picks. They have a lot of picks. They are stacked. Well, I, I should have looked them up, but yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about them in the future. Uh, but... The Clippers trade for Paul George yeah. was uh was brought them I think it was like maybe six or seven different yeah. picks. I think it was like a record number of picks and pick swaps or something like that. And then the Houston trade also, they got a ton yeah. of picks off that as well as Chris Paul. So, yeah, it's like the future is definitely bright if they can draft well, which they've shown history of doing. Yes, absolutely. But for now, I think for the for the upcoming season, it's going to be a, a shaky one. Yeah, I think it's going to be quite a middling to middling season to be honest they'll be one of the worst teams in the in the very stacked west absolutely um, as we've said and i would be very surprised if they were anywhere near the playoffs yes 10th seed should we say 11th seed yeah i think they might be might be down there uh, i'll note that down right moving on orlando magic now I, i'm not gonna lie to you do not know much about this Magic team. They neither, are not exactly a very fashionable team at the moment. Yeah, um, They don't have loads going for them um, other than a few kind of young players who 
no one's really seen anything from, but could be, you know, I guess have a high ceiling. Um, yeah. The likes of Markel Fultz, um, the likes of Mo Bamba, um, and uh, Aaron Gordon as well, who's slightly older but still yeah. developing. A familiar name though in the uh, yes the basketball scene, the dunking scenes as the well. Dunking scenes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. But um, yeah, t- just tell tell me what you think about you, you know you mentioned him off there, Markel Fultz, Mo yeah. Bamba. What do you think of these young guys? Well, Markel Fultz, obviously first pick in yes. the uh, in the draft a couple of years ago I think now mm. was with Philadelphia but um not showing much since he's been drafted not at all not at all and uh I've watched a couple of their preseason games because I wanted to watch the other team which might <laughs> might might show my opinions on the Orlando Magic but um yeah I don't I don't think he's looked particularly magical I think mm. he might just be a complete flop I'm not I'm really not convinced by his uh yeah it, it's, it's, you're getting to the point where you're just like with hindsight how did he go number one Absolutely. like what did you see in him because he's just had he's had no sort of shot um, he hasn't really shown that much playmaking ability for a point guard um, yeah I mean look he is young and I definitely I'm saying he, he's he's finished with the NBA He'll yeah. probably get minutes for this team, which might help. Yeah, it might give him the uh, the kick that he needs with like game time to really get his game going. Yeah. Well, made the playoffs last season, the Magic. Um, yeah. Just snuck in there and took a game, didn't they, against uh, Indeed. the Raptors, was it? Or, I think or the Bucks? So. Yeah, the Raptors, I think it was. Um, but... I would be surprised if they're anywhere near that again. Not that the West, not that the East, sorry, has got significantly better. Yeah. Um, but I but neither have they though. Neither to have be they. Honest. I think yeah. they have a they had a very strong run towards the end of the season. Mm. I think I saw some uh, statistics somewhere that they had the best record in the like the closing months of the season. I think really they went on a bit of a streak and uh, they have a few players. Evan Fournier had quite a good uh, World Cup with yeah. France. Yeah, I think yes. I mean, and I know DJ Augustine in the playoffs was very good. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean. Th- Look, I'm not really going to be tuning in each week to watch the Orlando Magic. Absolutely not. Um, similar to you. Unless it, they're playing the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Unless they're playing the Boston Celtics, exactly. Um, so I think we'll leave their discussion there. I, I mean, I'm happy to be surprised with them throughout the year if they turn into a really fun team. But Absolutely. I have my doubts. I mean, I, I'm always up for a good Aaron Gordon dunk if, if, I see it, if I see it come up on my Twitter timeline or something. Right, out of the frying pan, into the fire. Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Um, okay, is there a case that they could be a bit better this year? They could be quite maybe quite good. Well, look, you've got a second year DeAndre Ayton who yeah, was um, who had a, he had a great season last mm. year. There were a lot of spotlight on Luka Doncic, yeah, as a yeah. as a rookie, but well, and also Trey Young. And but Trey I think uh, DeAndre Ayton definitely had a, a really solid season. Yeah, it went very much under the radar because the Suns were awful. Absolutely. But he he is a, he is a good player. I think he's definitely got talent. Um, you've got Devin Booker, obviously, who keeps putting up the numbers. Absolutely. Um, they drafted uh, Ty Jerome, I believe, who is pretty solid, if a bit on the older um, age. And um, then they picked up the likes of Ricky Rubio, Dario Saric, um, 
these are players who are sort of veterans and very yeah. solid veterans. Well, Ricky Rubio, I think, did he get MVP at the World Cup? Yeah, quite a good summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think he, boy, he played a pretty solid role for the Jazz last year, mm. who had a relatively good season. Yeah, I think he's a, a probably quite a, a valuable pickup. Yeah, I just think, I feel like the past few years they've just played no defence, really. Um, yeah. And I can't really see that necessarily changing too much looking at this roster in front of me I mean all of their best players are best on the offensive end I mean Devin Booker basically just sums that up by being you know dynamite that end scores monstrous amounts of points yeah but has uh, almost no defensive abilities um, to be to be harsh but um, I think we will see a slightly better Suns we we might see progression which I feel they've just been they've somehow managed to just be stagnant in terms of their awfulness for the past like four years but I think this season we may finally see a little step up yeah I think with a little bit of experience from uh, Ricky Rubio and also Aaron Baines probably quite a good Mm. an okay pick up for uh, a second choice centre yeah for sure Um, yeah I mean and Saric Saric is quite nice Kelly Oubre as well yeah I mean look uh, again similar to the magic and uh, God, we're so, we're so downbeat at the moment. But Absolutely. not not tuning in for you, sons. If if I'm honest, um, but yeah, all the best. Absolutely, all the best. We can hope for the best, uh, where they are potentially the worst team in an incredibly stacked conference. Yeah, and they are the worst team potentially by quite a long way, as well. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Well, here's hoping they somehow move out of the 15th seed. Absolutely. Um, Actually, just just while we're while we're here, because um, we've been thinking about doing a a fantasy draft Indeed. this season, I feel like Booker could be quite a good draft. pick. He could be quite a good pick because he does score a lot of points. He has he had quite yeah. a few uh, fifty point games. Yeah, and I feel like that's weighted heavily. I don't know if you do if you listen to do fantasy draft, but um, it's not something I've done before, so I'm not sh- yeah. quite sure how this how the the scoring necessarily works. But I feel like Booker could be a decent pickup. <laughs> Albeit on a rubbish team. Absolutely. Right. Moving on. Portland Trailblazers. Western Conference finalists. I'm still a little bit sort of shocked that they even got there, um, to be honest, Jim. Because uh, they kind of got there off the back of um, a CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard uh, duo having lost Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, that um, horrible injury. Did you see the video of it? I did. I was, did. It was pretty grim. Yeah, and then the ref just sort of kicks him as he's down, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. It's just yeah, pokes him. Horrific injury. Uh, he he is on his way back. Um, but yeah, they did. They still managed to reach the finals. Indeed, off the back of a, a pretty amazing performance by Dame Lillard. Yes, I mean. The Dame Lillard, you know, buzzer beater um, against OKC in the first round. I think that is probably one of the, probably the best, like, close close of a game I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty iconic. Yeah. After he he did it a, quite a long time ago against the Rockets. Yes. If I remember. I remember. If I remember right, really, rightly, rightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that was cold-blooded from Dame. I mean, he was closer to the halfway line than to the three-point line. Um, But yeah, if I'm honest, though, 
I do think that their run to the final was kind of a product of quite an easy seeding. Yeah. Um, in that they had OKC the first round, who who are good, of course, but um, there's question marks over Russ in the playoff and Paul George was a bit injured. Yeah. Um, and then they had Denver, who are again good but very raw. Absolutely, um, quite young as well. Very young, yeah. So, and that was a seven-game series, and then they got swept by the Warriors, um, as you would expect. So. Um, I think that was a huge success for them and I, I don't think they're really going to get anywhere near that this season potentially mm. I think uh, other other teams in the West, Western Conference have done some seriously good business Yeah. whereas the Blazers have made a couple of changes mm. picked up a few new names but nobody uh, quite as mm. no one game changing huge as Kawhi Leonard or Paul George exactly yeah, or even Anthony Davis joining up. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's tough. I mean, in terms of draft drafts, they got um, Nazir Little, who I know was very, um, very highly thought of out of high school, but in college he didn't really play. Was a bit injured. Okay. Didn't look great. Um, so he's kind of a a wild card, if you like. Um, and uh, they got the experience of Pau Gasol there, who I think will be helpful for the development of Zach Collins. You would have thought. Absolutely. Um, who's only 21 and, you know, pals, a legend of the game. So, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do like watching them play. Yeah, they're, they're an exciting team to watch. Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum are both, uh, both very strong players. Yeah. Some would say Dame is up there amongst the top point guards in the league. Yeah, I mean, the West, the, the point guards in the West are crazy, aren't they? They're you know, all. Curry, Harden, Doncic now, Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Westbrook as well. Some say LeBron's going to play point. Yeah, guard. point LeBron, point LeBron. It's <laughs> what we love to see. Um, but yeah, I, I think Nurkic is due back at some point this year, which which is big for them as well because he was he was very big player last season. Um, and look, they are just running the same thing back, sort of over and over with a few tweaks here and there. Um, but to be honest, like I said, I think last year's is, is as good as it gets for CJ and Dame that duo. That's my, that's my take on that. I think so. I, I'm inclined to agree with you there. Yeah. Just in terms of duos in the West. Well, in the NBA, in fact, there's so many duos now. Absolutely. And this is, you know, not one of my not one of my favourites, even though I love Dame. But CJ's a bit hit and miss for me. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. He's definitely not as good as Lillard. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. There's a clear hierarchy there. Got Which, a few yeah. other players in there though. You've got, obviously, you mentioned Zach Collins. Mm. Rodney Hood's uh, relatively good. Yeah, he's had a good playoffs, didn't he? A second choice to McCollum. And then uh, Mario Hazondia, mm. pick up from the Knicks. Yeah. Could yeah. be interesting. Well, the Knicks' best player, potentially, last season. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're going to be solid again. They're going to be around that 50-win mark again because the Port- Portland always seem to to reach that. Yeah. Um, They'll be fighting for a top four seed, would you say? Mm, I think maybe a uh, slightly lower. I think there might be more in the the five six okay. kind of a uh, just because territories. Of the, the quality of I think the quality of some other teams have gone up. Yeah, yeah, and like like we said, they the the Blazers have sort of just run it back, gone again. Indeed. Okay, well that moves us on to our final team, uh, which is a really interesting team. There's potentially a lot to talk about with these guys. 
Yeah, and that is the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the hipster's choice for the, yeah. for the NBA title. I've seen a, a lot of people saying, come out of the gate after their, uh, their business over the summer, have yeah. said, Jazz are the ones to pick. Don't ignore the Clippers or the Lakers. Yeah. Jazz are the team to beat, potentially. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to lie, Jim. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm yet to be convinced. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. Okay, so in terms of their summer pickups, they got um, Bojan Bogdanovic. I never know if I'm saying that right. But he, yeah. he, he was a pickup from the Pacers and a very good player. I like him a lot. Um, Mike Conley, of course, from the Grizzlies. Um, at 32 years old, but he's still a very good point guard. Plenty of experience. Plenty of experience. Um, very steady hand. Um, they were the two big ones, but then they got some nice sort of supplementary pieces in Ed Davis um, and uh, Jeff Green still, still you know, banging along. Um, and that sort of supplemented the core that's remained that sort of, you know, um, Donovan Mitchell, of course, heads that up. Rudy Gobert, um, Defensive Player of the Year. And Joe Ingles. I like a bit of jingles. Um, yeah, so what did you make of their of their moves? Do you like their two sort of big acquisitions in Conley and Bogdanovic? Yeah, I think, well, a lot of uh, a lot of the talk about the Pacers last season was about how they were really solid defensively with uh, Miles Turner and Bogdanovic in there, a few of the players. Mm. But uh, without Oladipo, they were really lacking the uh, scoring potential. And uh, I've... I think I see a few a few parallels with this roster where defensively, well, you've now got Gobert, Bogdanovic, um, some pretty defensive players, but yeah. I'm not uh, seeing where who's gonna who's gonna come out with their thirty point games here. Yeah. Maybe Donovan Mitchell has it in him, but I feel like you need a a second guy to put up big points. Yeah, I I'm still not convinced by Donovan Mitchell's scoring because um, he can do it, obviously. But just on a, I think he lacks a bit of consistency, and I don't think he's an efficient enough scorer to, yeah, consistently hit that sort of twenty-seven point a night mark. Um, what did you did you watch any World Cup basketball? Because he featured uh, quite quite prominently for. The I US watched a little bit mm. before the US team uh, crashed out quite early. Yes, in fact. they did. Uh, it was a disappointing tournament. It was. But um, Donovan, he, he was looking quite bright. I believe yeah. he got injured before they went out, however. I think so. Something like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if... I just don't know if he's got it. I think, as a rookie, I really thought this guy's got it, as in star, star power, star potential. But now I just, I'm just not sure. Yeah, I think he could develop into a, a very good player, but he's mm. not, not going to be the... Uh, sort of the franchise kind of guy that maybe they'd hope for. Yeah, I mean, they say he's kind of like a, a mini Dwayne Wade or whatever, the new the new Dwayne Wade. Do you, yeah. would you, do you like that comparison for him? I don't, I don't think you could quite put him on that kind of a pedestal yeah. with It's with pretty Dwayne big, Wade. isn't it? Pretty huge. Because, you know, well, a lot of people talk about LeBron, mm. but uh, Wade coming in in the same draft class, he was a cut above yeah. as well. But I feel like he's sort of lived in the shadow of LeBron a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But um, an iconic player. And if Donovan Mitchell has like half as good a career as him, Absolutely. he'll be happy. Definitely. Um, 
No, I think he will be their number one scorer, though, and their number one option this season. So it will be interesting to see um, like the numbers he can put up. Again, he'll be a good fantasy player, you would have thought. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, I guess Mike Connolly is the other one. I mean, he's just been sort of a staple of the Grizzlies team for a while and just been a very good and very steady point guard. Um, good defensively as well at his position. So um, that could work quite nicely with Mitchell at the two and Conley at the one. Absolutely. But it's just, I think, uh, where everyone's talking about how the Jazz could be a potential champion here, I think it really is whether they can uh, can like add on some, uh, some scoring potential mm. with their very clearly uh, strong defensive lineup. Yes, I think you, you are dead right there because... Any team sort of built around Ruby Gobert, Rudy Gobert, is going to be solid defensively. Absolutely. Um, it's just that I think when they come up against your Lakers or your Clippers, who mm. uh, have the the real true scoring power to sort of still score a hundred plus points against a team like this, whether the uh, the Jazz have the uh, the ability to keep up. Yeah, go toe to toe. Absolutely, as it were. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I would agree with that. Um, yeah, like you, it's a very much, I'll believe it when I see it, for Absolutely. this team. For this team. But they will be uh, in the playoffs, you would have thought. Yeah. Um, where are you sort of predicting I think the there's, there's no doubt that they'll they'll make the mm. playoffs. They are a very talented team. I think the question in my mind is, is are they are they like a top team or are they like sort of in amongst that like top four or five teams in yeah. the... Uh, Western Conference alongside the uh, the Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Nuggets. Yeah. Maybe man, yeah. maybe even you could count the Warriors in there. Yeah. Yeah, man, just as you list them I'm like, oh, yeah, there's too many teams. There's, too many good there's teams. There's a lot of good teams. I feel like I always yeah, I sort of sleep on the Nuggets a bit and they are really just a really good team Absolutely. as they showed last season. So so yeah, the Jazz I, will struggle. For I think regular season, I think they'll have a good run. Mm. I think there might be a, a top four seed yeah. kind of team. Yeah. No, I think they, they will be... They are a hipster's choice for sure um, for, for the title, but there's a reason for that, which is, you know, they're probably not going to do so it. There's still a, a lot of sceptics out there. <laughs> exactly. Not least the two of us, Jim. Absolutely. Not least the two of us. Right, that brings us to the end. Um of this final season preview. Uh, all 30 teams have now been covered, so um, catch up on the other 24 um, if you haven't already. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me, Jim. Uh, sure, we'll speak to you again sometime soon. Thank uh, you for having me. That's quite all right. Uh, the NBA season nearly upon us. Happy days. The Step Back Pod is hosted by John Rogers, brought to you in association with Ben FM.